On today's episode, Beth and I break down LinkedIn and how it can help your marketing and sales efforts. I firmly believe that LinkedIn is an incredibly untapped resource for most building materials companies. We're seeing tremendous results on our end as well as our clients end from LinkedIn, but the problem is that most people don't know how to use LinkedIn the right way. On today's episode, we break down exactly how you should be utilizing LinkedIn to grow your awareness and to see actual traction from it from an ROI standpoint. On top of that, we're holding a LinkedIn workshop training event here in Blacksburg, Virginia, November 6th. I encourage you to check out the details of that. We're going to be going over all the details around how to actually build an effective pipeline utilizing LinkedIn in a way that your competition, frankly, isn't probably even aware of. We're going to show you how you can build the right kind of pipeline utilizing all the different tools, as well as some good hacks that we've seen work really well. If you want more information about that, go to venue.com slash LinkedIn. Now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. All right, welcome to Smarter Building Materials Marketing, where we believe your online presence should be your best salesperson. I am Zach Williams, alongside my co-host, Beth Popnikoloff. Beth, you've been gone the last couple of weeks. How was your, how was your vacation? It was awesome. And Mark did a great job standing in. He did. He's okay. I mean, he's no he's me, okay guy, but he did. All right. I mean, he isn't you. No, no one's Beth, right? It's true. It's true. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad to have you back. So today we're going to be talking about LinkedIn. For those of you that don't know, we're actually holding a LinkedIn training workshop for the building materials space. It doesn't matter if you're in marketing or in sales, this is going to be an awesome workshop. It's a one day event, November 6th, here in Blacksburg, Virginia. If you want more details on it, go to venvio.com slash LinkedIn to get all the details around the event. But we're going to be talking about LinkedIn, specifically the growth of it and how it can help your building materials marketing, as well as your sales efforts today on the podcast. And this episode has come about via an email that we got from one of our clients. So in promoting the workshop, we actually sent it to a bunch of our clients and one of our clients responded and I didn't know the whole story, but Beth, do you want to just share a little bit about this? It's a pretty neat story. Yeah, it's, it's a great story. And, and forgive me if I get the details not exactly correct, but our client was at a networking event for other people in the building material space. His company does over $100 million in revenue per year. He was at this event, walked up to someone in the same space. He's the CEO of a company who does over $3 billion in revenue introduced himself by name. And the CEO's response was, oh, I know exactly who you are. Every time I open up LinkedIn, I see you and your company. You guys crush us on LinkedIn and social. Tell me what your secret is. And our client said no, (laughs) which is awesome. That must have been so satisfying. Like, can you imagine being there and saying no and then I just know, walking away? I'm, I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. <laughs> Today, we're not going to be talking about how great we are, even though I'm, I'm sure that would be a lot of even fun to, to hear us talk I would about. I listen to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but what we want to do today is break down LinkedIn for you and how you can start to see tangible growth from it because it's not, it's not your typical social media platform. It's not a place where people go and they post pictures of their cats or 25 pictures of their, them and their kid at their soccer game, which there's nothing wrong with that. That is the parent that I am. But it, it is a platform that's solely focused on business. And we really believe here at Venvio that it is the platform of 2020. Meaning going into this next year, the platform that our clients are going to see the most ROI with 
for the most part, is going to be LinkedIn. And there's a bunch of reasons around this. But frankly, if I would have heard myself say this five years ago or whenever Microsoft bought LinkedIn, I would have thought it was crazy because Microsoft doesn't have the best history with buying companies. Like if you look at <laughs> Skype, like Skype. Microsoft, oh, buys Skype. Microsoft bought Skype and you're like, oh shoot, what's going to happen? And the same thing happened with LinkedIn. But frankly, LinkedIn has, has seen tremendous growth online. And so we have a bunch of clients that are seeing success from it. And we're just going to break down for you exactly how you can start to see better results from LinkedIn. There's a few things that we do that we know that works well. We won't have enough time to dive into everything that we're going to dive into at the workshop, but there's some real key takeaways that you can get from today's episode. So the first thing to think about with LinkedIn is understanding the type of platform that it is. If you compare LinkedIn to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, House, whatever it might be, the difference between LinkedIn and these other platforms is that LinkedIn is solely focused on business and primarily business connection. Meaning when I'm on LinkedIn, I'm not thinking about how I'm going to connect with my grandma or my uncle about that you know, family event that I went to. I am there solely to educate myself about business as well as connect with other people within the business community. An important addition to that, Zach, is that it's not just they're there for business connection, but people are actually business-minded when they're on LinkedIn. So they're looking for making business connections. They're looking for advancing their careers, getting education, even advancing leads and sales, which is a bit of what we'll talk about today. While we totally believe in the ability to advertise and target your audience on other social platforms, it's a much bigger ask and much bigger task to interrupt their social interactions and get them to reposition their thinking to business when in, on LinkedIn, they're already in that mindset. I mean, the other thing too here, Beth, is that nowhere else online can I go somewhere, search for a company, find the title I'm looking for at that given company, a person's name, maybe where they've worked in the past, that kind of thing, and actually find that person and connect with them and start a conversation. I mean, it sounds like, of course, that's what LinkedIn is, but that's incredible. Like I can go online, find somebody and start a connection with them if I do it the right way. And I think that's the key that we want to talk about today is what is the right way to build relationships and rapport with people that will actually bring in business for your company, right? The other thing too, to be thinking about, and this is something Beth and I were chatting about before today's podcast is understanding LinkedIn strategic goals as an organization. We look at LinkedIn and we go, okay, this is a great place for business, but what is LinkedIn trying to be? LinkedIn wants to be the number one source for content for business professionals. If you go to LinkedIn and look at the content that, that performs well within your feed, it's all very well done content that's focused on the business space, whether that's leadership, marketing, sales, whatever it might be. They want to be the number one source for content. The other thing, and this is a little known fact that you may not know about, they're putting a ton of effort and emphasis into ranking people's names, their personal names on Google. So for example, if I go to Google... And I search for, I think it's pronounced Robert Tafaro, who's the, the CEO at GAF. What's the first thing that comes up? It's LinkedIn. It's not GAF's website. It's LinkedIn. The same for Delta Fawcett or the same most likely for your company. LinkedIn is putting a ton of effort and emphasis to ranking people's names because they want you to go there when you want to find out about somebody. They don't want you going to your own website. This is probably one of the things that most people don't think about your name and your brand is more closely tied to LinkedIn than it probably is even tied to your own website. So you have to start to think about how your name 
is built within LinkedIn and specifically thinking about it as a landing page, as a website in and on its own, not just a, a resume builder, which is the, really the shift that our workshop is going to focus on, which is a, sh- a bit of a shameless plug. But that's the key is, is your profile really is a landing page to drive business for your business, not a glorified resume. I mean, Beth, we were just talking about the growth of LinkedIn. Like what is it? What are the numbers? What are the numbers on their, on their growth? Yeah. They have over 500 million members, which is smaller, significantly smaller than Facebook, but it's much more targeted members. Again, it's people who are very business minded, really there for strategic professional growth, but they have over 61 million senior level influencers and 40 million decision makers. And I really think that those are the key stats that separates them from the rest of social media. Well, if you look at what other social media platforms are doing as they're advancing and innovating, in all frankness, they're really innovating to hit younger and younger generations because that's who's spending the most time on there and that's who advertisers are spending money to target. And that's fine. No problems there. But LinkedIn is really focused on building a platform for professionals. And that is seen and shown through the numbers and through the people that are present there. So it's not just any 500 million members, but it's 40 million decision makers, like the ability to get in front of people that are able to purchase your actual product. That's really, really powerful. I got an email, Beth, this past week from a manufacturer in the building product space. And they're like, Hey, you know, I I noticed you're doing this workshop on LinkedIn. Are you seeing success from advertising on LinkedIn? Because frankly, it's expensive. And it is like, it is more expensive platform than let's say Facebook or Instagram for that matter, even Twitter. But to your point here, Beth, there's no other platform where you can get in front of those decision makers when they're thinking about business objectives or they're thinking about the problem that you'd be able to solve. And that's really critical is yes, in, as an advertising platform, which frankly, we're not even really going to talk about. It is more expensive. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is because the people that are on LinkedIn, they have the ability to actually purchase. And so if your message is really on point and you're targeting people the right way, That's why we're seeing such good results and why we're seeing such strong return from this platform because people are there and they're wanting to do business. I mean, if you look at the revenue growth of LinkedIn, since like 2017, they have continued to increase their revenue quarter over quarter over quarter. Like, and they're not slowing down. Now, one day marketers like Beth and I will probably ruin LinkedIn. Like people have have ruined Facebook. Like we talk about how LinkedIn is what Facebook was seven or eight years ago. It just hasn't been ruined by marketers yet, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there. But the reality is it it has tremendous potential, especially if you can start to get in it now, even though it may feel like it's been around for a while, it's still continuing to to pick up steam. So Beth, you live and breathe content. Like that's your jam, right? That's my thing. Mm -hmm. That's your thing. You know, as a content marketer, and especially as someone in the building material space, like what have you seen from LinkedIn from an ROI standpoint? The statistics that LinkedIn puts out supports this, but ultimately what we're seeing is that LinkedIn is absolutely the best driver of traffic to B2B websites. You have to post your content correctly. You can't just put it up there any time of day with any type of copy talking about the content that you've created, but it is absolutely one of the main drivers of traffic to websites from a social media standpoint. And again, going back to what we were saying at the beginning, one of the reasons for that is because of the mindset that people are in. If I go to LinkedIn, I'm looking to engage with content that is relevant to my industry. Beth, can I ask you a question about that? You just said a minute ago that LinkedIn drives the best traffic. Are you saying it's the highest quality traffic? Or are you saying it is the most amount of traffic or is it both? 
I mean, I think the answer would be both to that. So they do drive the most traffic. LinkedIn put out a stat that they drive over half of all social media referral traffic. So they definitely drive the most, but they also are bringing the best because if someone's seeing that content and engaging with it on a professional platform, you know that it's relevant to them. So when you're saying best, you're referring to not only am I getting more traffic from LinkedIn, but that traffic is actually taking action that I care about. Like I want, I'm wanting people to actually convert to become a lead, things of that nature. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the other thing too, and there's a bunch of uh, data out there about this too, Beth, but they drive more leads than any other platform, especially for, you know, when we say leads referring to individuals that are interested in purchasing from you. Now, granted, LinkedIn is probably a little self-serving here when they put out their own data, but we've got, (laughs) we've seen this firsthand as well is that we may be able to drive more traffic in a cheaper way from Facebook and Instagram or even YouTube or Twitter. But when we talk about the amount of leads that are that LinkedIn drives, it's by far and away the most. Now there are exceptions to that depending upon your product and who you sell to. But if you're primarily focused on the B2B space or focused on, let's say architects or individuals of that nature, it tends to perform super, super well. Beth, I think we have to ask ourselves like, why does this matter? Like we're giving all these reasons why LinkedIn is great. And frankly, we don't have much stake in the game other than what we see is working and we want to share that information. But the reason why we're seeing this work is because people are over inundated with communication. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned earlier, LinkedIn hasn't been ruined yet. And so that communication I'm getting with somebody on LinkedIn, it's still something I'm excited to get. Like literally Beth, like on my phone right now in the middle of this podcast recording, I got two text messages and, and then I got a bunch of notifications for LinkedIn. And the text messages give me like anxiety. I'm like, oh shoot, like what did I forget? What do I need to do? And LinkedIn, it's like, I have like a bit of an excitement. I know that might feel small. Like as a listener, you're like, why in the world are you talking about your feelings, Zach? But I think that's really important. Like if you think about the communication you're getting, like where, where's their excitement and where's their anxiety? Like I look at my inbox and I'm like, I'm anxious. Like I've got to turn that off. Like I go home, I got to turn off my, my email. But LinkedIn, I'm like, it's a place of enjoyable connection with other peers. And so that's why it's still a very untapped space because it hasn't been ruined yet. It hasn't been in that place where it becomes like a, a nuisance. Maybe to some people it is. And we're not saying that like those spammy LinkedIn messages that you get from other companies work. Frankly, we're saying it's the opposite. Like yeah. we've all gotten those. What we're talking about here is being really authentic and real within LinkedIn. And that can help you from a sales standpoint. Zach, speaking of in-mail, which I'm sure a lot of people are wondering about as we're talking about LinkedIn, what's your experience? Like, what do you think about using that? So I have a premium account on LinkedIn and LinkedIn is a big part of what we do from a sales standpoint, as well as what we advise our clients on. I have not found in-mail to be tremendously successful. I'm not saying it doesn't work in specific verticals or industries. I just think there's more effective ways to do outreach within LinkedIn because we've all gotten those emails that are like, hey, my name is John and I, and I provide financial services for individuals that are looking to grow and build for retirement. I'd love to set up a call with you. Like we all get those messages and we're immediately like, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> and the reason why we do that is because that message is solely focused on the individual who's sending it. Right. It's not focused on me. And that's what we're trying to talk about here is, and this is a theme throughout our entire podcast is if you want to build the right type of audience, you have to build rapport with them first. You have to build a relationship by giving more than you're asking. Give more than you get. So what we've seen work really well is that our LinkedIn responses tend to be two to three times that of, of traditional email because there is a lack of a gatekeeper. 
But we're also pairing that with always trying to give value, meaning, hey, I, when I do an outreach to somebody, like if I'm doing, like, let's say I'm, I'm going to uh, reach, reach out to a connection that I have, I'm not going to try to sell them in my message. I'm just going to try to help them. I try to understand who they are, what are their problems, and I try to either give them content that we've created or bring valuable insight around something that they may have posted themselves. So I'm not just trying to get people on the phone and sell them. If I'm a manufacturer, I'm trying to build rapport and build my audience effectively so that not being a spammy salesperson, I'm actually being an authoritative guide in the space, right? So Beth, did I answer your question there about how to, like if in-mail works, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And it's it's important as we're talking about any individual platform that there's always those general principles that apply. And I think that's an important point to make sure that we're talking through here as well as yes, LinkedIn is an important platform. Yes, we totally believe in it, but nothing is ever going to work if you're just trying to hack the system. And I think that's what you're saying. We still believe in no matter where you're posting, you have to be delivering value no matter what you're doing. It's about building the relationship and building trust. If you're just going in there, sales guns blazing, you're not going to see the success that we know that you possibly could. Yeah. I mean, there's some workflows, Beth, that we know work really well for those in sales and marketing that tend to land on actual sales meetings. And like, that's one thing we're going to give in this workshop. But the thing that I'll share with you is that these workflows are all focused on value. Meaning I want to give somebody 10 times the value of what they're going to give me in exchange for what I'm giving them. Like I want to give somebody so much information, so much insight, so much help that they can't help, but want to connect with me and build that relationship further. That's hard sometimes as a salesperson, but if you think about LinkedIn and why it's so effective right now, it's really two things. And I think this is a good way to, to kind of wrap up the podcast. If there's anything you get out of today's episode, it's really these two things is that LinkedIn offers you ideal customer visibility and ideal customer accessibility, meaning visibility around, I can find exactly who I'm trying to target. I can find more of those individuals and gather information on them more quickly than any other platform. And with accessibility, I can literally connect with that person one-on-one within the platform. With emails, phone calls, drop-ins, whatever it might be, I may run into a gatekeeper. So I have that accessibility problem. That's why we see the declining return of email in certain scenarios, a declining return of phone calls, because we're getting those gatekeepers. People, they've got their defenses up. LinkedIn, again, it hasn't been ruined yet. So we're not seeing that. Like I get connections all the time from people on LinkedIn. And when it's done well, I feel like, wow, like, thank you so much for reaching out to me. Whereas in other platforms, like I just got a, I got a message here, Beth, I don't know, right before our podcast interview, I had somebody call for me, literally trying to sell me and they got our receptionist. That just happens. Like I, that's just the world we live in. Whereas LinkedIn, it's typically managed by the individual whose profile that is. So to sum up from today's podcast, we really want you to walk away from this episode with is we believe in the value of LinkedIn. We only see that increasing. The three things that we talked about today versus that your LinkedIn profile really should be viewed more like a landing page than a glorified resume. It's more likely to show up in search if somebody looks for you than for your own website. So how can you start that conversation? How can you start building that value and rapport, showing the value of who you are and what your company has to offer right from the beginning? Second, building on value is to offer value. No matter where you are in your marketing life, no matter what platform you're using, you have to lead with value. If you're not leading with value, you're hurting your ability to actually close the sale. And third, 
last but not least, is to connect in an authentic way. So all of those things kind of make sense built together, right? You have your landing page that's starting to build the trust. You want to be engaging, putting out content that's valuable, not just asking, not just looking for the sale. And if you're connecting with people, if you're reaching out to them, whether it's through a message or just asking to make a connection with them on LinkedIn or leaving a comment, it needs to be authentic. It needs to be genuine and it has to be giving. Can't just be, hey, I have this service and I think it would be great for you. Do you want to talk? So true. Well, Beth, I think that's a wrap. I hope you guys found this episode helpful. Again, we've got that workshop. You can find out more information if you go to venvio.com slash LinkedIn. If you've got specific questions about that workshop on November 6th, drop Beth and I a note at podcast at venvio.com. Until next time, I'm Zach Williams alongside Beth Popnikolov. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to Smarter Building Materials Marketing with Zach Williams and Beth Popnikolov. To get the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit venvio.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.